0: visit roberthalf.com today check out our new nba show beyond the arc part of the cbs sports podcast network where you can find me john gonzalez nba insider bill Ryder, and ashley nicole moss five days a week talking all things nba whether you're looking for insightful discussions upbeat commentary breaking news interviews or coverage of all the biggest stories in the nba our new show is the place to be five days a week Download and follow Beyond the Arc on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Welcome, everybody, to The Early Edge. My name, of course, is Sinajad, otherwise known as the counselor, taking over today for AB as he is still laid up, but guess what? He's in the chat. Listen, let's look at the recap screen. Let's see what we did yesterday a pretty good day yesterday actually we had ec completely going off this guy is on a nice little run chip patterson great day from bpe friday uh you know i hit two out of three you know one thing i want to mention here is that you might see a pick on this recap screen that you didn't see yesterday and it's true it's because you saw it two days ago for a head-to-head 72 hole tournament matchup it was ricky fowler minus 130 over aaron wisewell Ricky Fowler beat Aaron Wise so badly that Wise didn't even make the cut. Ricky won by 10 or 11 shots. So we hit that one from Wednesday. And, of course, we went one for one yesterday with the golf picks. Um, A pretty good day. Again, congratulations, everybody. Three for three EC. That is amazing. And there's a lot of college basketball on there, which reminds me, of course, of March Madness. So, listen, March Madness, it's almost here. And you know what that means. It means brackets. Brackets. Come lock in your spot for the 2023 Early Edge March Madness Bracket Challenge as we all compete against each other for free for tournament glory and prizes too. Simply scan the QR code on screen or go to tinyurl.com Early Edge Bracket to lock in your spot right now. Now listen, do you, do you want to talk trash to me and to Coach and to guys like Prop Stars and Micah and, and, and Jamie and Bob? You, you do, right? So actually scan that QR code right now. And make sure you sign up because that's going to be really, really fun. Let's bring in, speaking of those guys, let's bring in the stars of the show. We've got an embarrassment of riches today. An embarrassment of riches. We've got Jamie, we got Bob, we've got Micah, we got Alex, AKA Prop Stars. Jamie, let me start with you, man. How's it going? How's everything going today?
1: Oh, we're rocking, man. Uh, we got a nice slate of NBA tonight. So I'm excited to watch that and uh, hopefully get some bread
0: for all the people in the chat. I love it. What I don't love is the Giants moniker in the background. You see some Washington Commander stuff behind me. We're going to let that slide today. And I'll tell you, everybody, um, stay tuned because we've got a lot of NBA picks, a lot of really smart NBA picks, a lot of NCAA picks as well. Bob, how's it going?
2: Good counselor. Good to meet you. Good to be on a show with you. Um, yeah, I'm with Jamie. I'm a, I'm a diehard Giants fan. So we got you two to one. I also posted the Knicks on my Twitter last night. I tried to get it on the site because that line did flip quickly. But I'm glad to see the Knicks cash one last night. and A lot of college basketball today.
0: Hey, the Knicks are playing good ball. We'll see what happens in the playoffs. I'm not going to hold the Giants thing against you. I lied. I'm probably going to hold the Giants thing against you. Micah, good to do a show with you. How
3: are you? Good to be on with you and congratulations on getting this Sunday morning hosting gig. Miss A.B. A.B.'s my guy, but you are now my guy. So let's go. That's what I'm trying to pile up my guys. And I just got one from
0: Micah, so that's really good. Got him in my corner. No offense, A.B. Uh, Alex stars. I'm always doing shows with you. I'm usually not on this side of it, though. How are you today,
4: cousin Sia? It is so great to see you. Amazing job hosting already. Super impressive. Wanted to give a quick shout out to AB in the chat. Hoping he is on the mend, starting to feel better. Good morning, Micah. Good morning, Bob. Good morning, Jamie. I am fired up Saturday. Jamie mentioned great NBA slate in front of us. I had a tough day yesterday, but that means I'm ready to have a big bounce back day so yeah
0: i love it and by the way i talked to alan yesterday and he's definitely still on the mend but he's well enough that we could talk some some pop culture yesterday we were having a conversation for a good five to ten minutes about just music groups from like the 2000s like train in the 90s and 80s like blues traveler good conversation with alan he is the actual best i can't wait for him to be back which will be just in a a couple days uh if not sooner we got a couple storylines before we get into the bets gentlemen and prop stars I want to start with you because there's there's a fight in the cage tonight and it's with a very popular name. What are we talking about?
4: Yeah, huge fight in the cage tonight. We're talking John Jones making his long-awaited return. In addition to a three-year layoff, he is going to make his heavyweight debut. I think it's easy to say that John Jones, he is the absolute goat. He has a 26-1 record. I think if you followed him, you know that he's really undefeated. Making the jump from light heavyweight to heavyweight. Going to be super fascinating. Getting thrown right into the thick of it against Surreal uh, Gain, who is an excellent fighter, uh, number one contender as well. So this is a really interesting matchup, both stylistically. Just seeing what Jones looks like, 20 or 30 pounds on his frame, how that translates. If there's ring rust, also was announced by uh, Dana White that the winner of this fight will fight Stepe Miocic, who will be cage side tonight, probably make an appearance in the cage after this fight concludes. But super fascinating fight. Uh, John Jones actually opened as a slight underdog and is now currently sitting around minus 175 so lots of money obviously pouring in on
0: his side can't wait to see this fight though oh this there's no question this is going to be a really interesting fight i think it's really interesting how he was a dog to start out with and i'm listen i'm not a ufc expert by any or mma or or a fighting expert at all, but I I would have thought John Jones would have been the favorite there. So I'm really curious to see how that pans out. And Micah, let's let's move to you real quick because you know we have a lot of NBA and NCAA picks, but it, it's things like, you know, UFC or MMA and things like NASCAR that, that are some of the sports that sometimes Micah get forgotten about when we have NBA and NCAA stuff. But there's certainly edges there to gain from a betting standpoint. And there's a lot of interest this weekend in particular, isn't there?
3: Yeah, there is. This is the 30th race all time at Las Vegas Motor Speedway on the 25th anniversary. I remember like yesterday, Mark Martin winning Um, lots of change, especially with this new car. So last year was the first year we had the new car. We saw lots of lead changes, lots of winners, 19 winners in 36 races. I've never seen that before. I'm sure it's happened. But this this shows you how uh, much parity is involved with the teams now. So the elite cars. Do not always win like they used to las vegas motor speedway and fontana last week used to be tracks that only champions and winners and elite programs won races at but that's not the case anymore but still i think this week we're going to see a guy like ross chastain so last year he led the most laps in both races finished third in the spring race uh runner-up in the uh fall race led the most laps in each race he's a guy you're going to look at you can find him in the eight or nine to one range joey logano the tracks uh, active leader 8.5 average finish three wins he won last fall he's looking really good right now he's another guy but he's about in the eight to one range as well and uh who was kyle bush with chevy he got the monkey off his back one last week at fontana New team with Joe Gibbs, 16 years. Now he's with reborn, and he's got a car that led laps last season in Las Vegas driven by Tyler Reddick. Kyle Busch could win this race. He only won one race on his home track in Las Vegas 2009, and I think he's going to uh, run well here and win most of his matchups. You're going to have to lay money on those. And then Kyle Larson, he had the Gremlins last week, put him down a few laps. Uh, but this is a track that he's always been good at. Has a win, uh, five top fives and an 11th place average finish so those are the four guys that i'm looking at right away i'm going to look at matchups this is a track where matchups should hold well La- uh, last year we had 13 different drivers lead a lap and 11 different drivers between the two races so should be a lot of lap lead changes but the the cream will rise to the top towards the end so uh good luck with that and also one other thing on the nba we have a fantastic matchup with the rockets and spurs but i think are going to just stand in place and wait till the last minute or something. I don't know who's going to win because I don't know what Pop is doing. He's allowing this to happen, and he's managing well somehow, and every once in a while they play it brilliantly, and you're like, what happened? And then the Rockets, they've got players, but they don't want it. So this, you know, the lottery balls mean a lot to a few of these teams right now, and I'm just curious to win, and I don't have the guts to bet either side of the Rockets or Spurs.
0: Yeah, it's really interesting. A lot of these teams constantly are getting the lottery balls, and we're not really seeing the payoff, right? It's like, okay, so Houston's going to be up there again. Let's see what what they, they turn that into. Maybe it's a maybe it's a long term plan. And by the way, the race that that's tomorrow, right? Are you going to have any yes. picks on that, whether it be on sportsline or on this show?
3: Yes, I have an article already posted. Top twenty uh, prediction. finished a little uh, write up on each driver. Everybody,
0: if you're not already a member of Sportsline, there's one of a thousand reasons to join. And I'm sure Mikey has some stuff on that race as well. You know, he's uh, big on NASCAR among all the other sports as well. We're finally going to get to the picks, ladies and gentlemen. But before we do that, let's hear a message from our partners.
2: As the face of the league changes with every team move and player pickup this spring, Pick 6 is a must-listen. Download and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Odyssey app, and
4: anywhere podcasts are found. Explore the weaponization of rap lyrics in the criminal justice system in the new documentary, As We Speak, Rap Music on Trial. Now streaming exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Terms apply.
0: Okay, we are back, and I'm really excited that Jamie Mazowskis is on this show today because I've never done a show with him or Bob or Micah. So, Jamie, I'd like to start with you. You've got some picks in the association, three in particular, two of which involve a couple of superstars. So, Jamie, you ready to give them out? On mute. On mute. On mute. Charger was not plugged in, my
1: bad. I am here. Oh, no. See, yeah, uh, I um, I hear what you're saying about the commanders. I oh, really no. do. And uh, oh no, was
0: and I that, took that, that a Giants man. mug?
1: I took that personally. I changed the hat, and uh, you know, I just want to remind everybody in the chat that there's one team in the NFL who was the absolute best against the spread this season, and it was the New York Football Giants. Fair. So you know, we'll totally just leave fair. it at that. We'll can can I just say,
0: that. Jamie, b- before you give your three picks out, because uh, Micah brought up Joe Gibbs. And I got to be honest, that was literally the last time Joe Gibbs' first tenure with Washington was the last time Washington was relevant. That was literally 30 years ago. Now, his second stint, they were okay, but uh, it's a really sad state of affairs when I have to go back 30 years to find relevance with Washington. So listen, you can talk all the smack you want, Jamie, but for now, let's talk some NBA smack. All right. Uh, So first pick
1: we like tonight, I'm going Donovan Mitchell, over 25 and a half points. Uh, he's hit this number six of the last eight, and uh, the Pistons are allowing 29th most points um, in the NBA, uh, and they're bottom half against the league in the league against shooting guards. So uh, I like him to cover this number. He had 32 against them in the previous matchup. Uh, you know, I think he continues that trend tonight. Uh, another pick I really love is Brooke Lopez over 12 and a half points. You know, it's not the best matchup, but he has hit this number two and a half times against Philadelphia this year, and seven of the last nine. Um, You know, he gets around 30 minutes on the court, so he's going to have an opportunity to score some points. Um, And usually when he hits his over, he'll he'll blow by it. Um, And then finally, I like Bradley Beal under 26 and a half points and rebounds. He literally just faced the the Raptors the other night. He did not hit this number. He did not hit his over in points as well. Uh, I like that to repeat. The Raptors have a pretty solid defense. They're top uh, top 10 against points and rebounds. Um, And he has has hit this under 13 in the last 20. So I think there's a lot of value there. Um, those are my picks for today. You know, let's get this bread and get some winners.
0: So I look at Bradley Beal's name, and as you might imagine, I am a Washington Wizards fan as well, just being from the Washington area. And as a Washington Wizards fan, you know, I respect guys like Damian Lillard and Bradley Beal for kind of sticking around and being loyal to the, the teams that kind of gave them a chance to, to start out with. But there's a certain point where I feel like Dame and Bradley Beal probably have to go somewhere else and, and find some trophies or at least some deep playoff runs because I think Bradley Beal is an absolute superstar. And on the right team, I think everybody would know that. So it's just uh, taking the under there on his points and rebounds. I certainly like that play, but I, I'm taking the over on him, maybe going to another team because I just don't want to see him languish for his entire career. With that said, now Prop Stars, you've got a couple NBA picks as well, let's hear about them.
4: Yeah, I do indeed see. Uh, first up, I've got a Donovan Mitchell prop, a little bit different than Jamie's. I'm going under a combined nine and a half. Rebounds and assists. I'll explain why. I'll also get into why I don't think this conflicts with Jamie's uh, bet on his points. But, yeah, first up, this is one of the biggest spreads we've seen this season. Uh, the Cavs are 15-point favorites over a Pistons team who are going to be without multiple starters. Uh, basically, it looks like a G League team with the roster they're putting out. I think there's a good chance that we see Donovan Mitchell maybe not play a full complement of minutes in this game. He's actually been held under 9.5 combined rebounds and assists. 11 of 13 games where he's logged fewer than 32 minutes. He's averaging just a combined 5.3 rebounds and assists over that 13-game sample. Uh, As far as this conflicting with Jamie's prop on Mitchell's points, the two props aren't necessarily correlated, in my opinion. How I approach these peripheral combination lines, like a rebound and assist prop, for example, uh, especially on guards who are higher variance Compared to forwards and center, which is due to their lower baseline, lower output kind of to start with, it's far less matchup based. And I'm more so looking for a number that kind of deviates from his average, coupled with additional indicators that could lead to reduction in minutes. Point spread being the obvious example here. Uh, compared to handicapping a scoring prop, that's something I'm going to look more uh at the matchup focus more on the qualitative side of things whereas rebound and assist props are just heavily quantitative so uh yeah really like uh Jonathan mitchell under nine and a half rebounds and assists my other prop put both of these out on the site already this morning so if you are a sports member you have had access to both of these players is Giannis over 11 and a half rebounds this number is just too low for him too low to pass up Giannis he's averaging 12 rebounds per game this season second in the nba looking to capture his first rebounding title of his career i think this number should be 12 and a half personally he's recorded at least 12 rebounds in 29 to 49 games this season. An additional component of this play that I really like is that when Giannis gets 30 plus minutes, he has cashed this prop in 26 out of 39 appearances. Playing the 76ers tonight should be a competitive game. I think there's a really good likelihood uh, that he plays 30-plus minutes. Plus, if you look at his historic uh, historical splits against the 76ers, he has absolutely just really uh, licked his chops when he faces Embiid. Looks like he really gets up for the game. He's had 13 – in his previous 13 head-to-head matchups with Embiid, he has cashed this prop 12 times while averaging nearly 15 rebounds – per game. So love Giannis over 11 and a half rebounds, Donovan Mitchell under nine and a half combined rebounds and assists.
0: The chat cracks me up sometimes. And Alex, I don't mean to stray stray pun intended from your picks, which I, both of which I love and both of which again, I mean, at least with the Giannis one, I think you said was on sports line. So maybe that line has moved just a little bit. I'm not sure. But the point is, it's all the more reason to become a member of sports line. But the chat, I think it was Daniel Cornure, I, I believe is how you pronounce his last name. He said, and I quote, and Alex, I want a response here. He said, ooh, a cat. Your response. I,
4: I think he should be saying, ooh, that's the most amazing uh, creature in existence.
0: Well, perhaps the glass is half full and I misinterpreted the comment because maybe <laughs> that's what Daniel meant. That's okay, what I'd so, be saying to yeah. Yes, that's, that's probably accurate. Okay, so listen, uh, credit to Jake the Snake, who's on The Ones and Twos and is super, super busy with a couple people out. Uh, he has... You know, we we just did some NBA stuff and now we're going to properly transition to some college basketball. So everybody put in the chat right now, if you can put in Jake is the actual best. You got to put the actual in there. So you really mean it. Right. Put in the chat. Jake is the actual best if you can. And by the way, if you haven't hit the like button, what are you doing? Hit the like button. Bob, I want to move to you because we're talking college basketball. You have two Big East teams in there, except not really because Syracuse abandoned the Big East. Me, again, as a Georgetown Hoyas fan, when Syracuse left the Big East, they really, truly left the Big East. They left the Big East behind and it really hasn't been the same. Now, there, there's a lot of good teams in there. You have one of them in there that's, that's on a nice little hot streak. But I just want to put it out there because I haven't had the chance to do it yet. Syracuse, shame on you for leaving the best college basketball confer- conference in the country. With that said, it looks like Syracuse is one of your picks. Let's talk about both of them.
2: Yeah, and since we're having fun today, I had it back with my boy Jamie. See, I'm sorry not to gang up on you. I had to take a little drink oh,
0: from my going giant on here.
2: From my Giants Super Bowl mug. But yeah, um, I'm gonna go to Syracuse and Wake Forest uh, first. I'm usually a stats guy and I look at all the stats and watch all these teams like it's my job. And For this one, I'm going to stick to some fun things today. So Syracuse is retiring Jerry McNamara and Hakeem Wark's jerseys from the uh, 2003 National Championship game. I'm sure Carmelo Anthony will be there. It's senior night and sometimes teams on senior night sometimes come out like a little flat, which burned me last night with Utah Tech. However, I just like this matchup because uh, one of Wake Forest's prime scores, I think his, um, Monsanto, is down with a torn uh, patella in, in his knee. He's, he's done for the season. Besides Tyler Appleby, he was one of their main scorers, especially from the perimeter. And then with this Syracuse 2-3 defense, they're going to struggle to score from, the, from the, the, the floor. They have some big men, but also Syracuse has big big men inside. Syracuse is more re- well-rounded at home. And without uh, M- Monsanto, Tyler Albee's going to have to pick up the slack. But I, like I said, the 2-3 defense is going to make Wake Forest struggle from the floor. And then for my second pick, I'm going to go late uh, not really late night, but 730, another another big matchup, UConn-Villanova. I'm going to take Villanova plus three here. The, o- the only plus three I currently see is currently at Caesars. Everywhere else has plus two and plus two and a half out there. Both teams are playing very well right now. However, I I really don't want to get in front of this Villanova train. Overall and more athletically, I think UConn, yes, is the better team. But Villanova has been performing very well with a healthy Justin Moore. Cam Whitmore is playing out of his mind. And if it comes down to, especially with the spread plus three at home, I want to to back the team with the best free throw percentage in the entire country at, at, at 82%. They knocked down uh, very clutch th- um, free throws in, the, in that Seton Hall game, which was a kind of a trap line. I know a bunch of people were, were on Seton Hall. And at home, their their defense is, is, is locked down. I know that UConn can put up a lot of points, but they tend to struggle on the road offensively, especially against bigger teams. They've been very successful the past three games with um, outscoring their opponents, but that was against like DePaul and St. John's, so – I really, again, really don't want to get in front of this Villanova train. I'm glad we take the three, the only three I see out there at Caesars.
0: I love it. I think Villanova's playing really good ball right now. Some some desperate ball at that. So, Bob, I think that's a great play. And uh, in spite of my hatred to Syracuse and apparently all things New York, that's the stance I have to take today since you guys threw the New York thing in my face. Speaking of, uh, you know, it's funny because Mikey's in the chat. Uh, if you guys don't already know, he, um, Mike McClure is in the chat. And he said something to the effect of, Wow, those mugs look at least eleven years old, which is you know quiet hate right there because he's a Kansas City Chiefs fan. So his mugs are brand new. So I, I thought uh, that was a pretty fun.
2: Nineteen eighty-six Super Bowl.
0: I, it's oh, actually wow. incredible I, that we are holding
1: the same exact mug. Shout I, out my actually, dad,
2: who's also a diehard Giants fan. Yeah, this, this is my
1: dad
0: as well. This is completely unplanned. This is a coordinated attempt and attack at me, and I don't appreciate it. Go I go Eagles. You- Don't don't. Ouch. This is just getting This is a train wreck right now. So we got to move on. Nice picks, Bob. But Micah, um, you got a couple picks in here and and I see one of them uh, has to do with Alabama. Can I tell you, Micah, anytime I see Alabama, whether it's college basketball or college football, I think of Keith Jackson. And I want to try to imitate his unbelievable voice, but I know I'll screw it up. So rest in peace, Keith Jackson. But uh, that's what I think of. So start us off with the Alabama play.
3: Alabama. Yes. Nice. This is a team I have them rated number one in my overall ratings. Number one atop the chart over college basketball. I had them uh, two and a half for this game, and it comes out I'm getting one and a half, two on. on. So I've got to bet it just because of the value uh, presented to me when I've, I'm looking at three and a half, four points edge. And they've only lost four games this season. Didn't lose any at home, all four at home since they lost at Tennessee Uh, They've won their last four, didn't cover the last three, but those were spreads nine points or more. And uh, the defense is where I'm at. This is the third best defensive team in the country as far as field goal percentage, 37% shots allowed. They get after it. And what I like about that is that great defense travels well and can uh, expose any team's weakness. And I think A&M has some weaknesses. They've gone seven and one. Uh, their last eight games covered all seven uh, of those games and been impressive at home. Only one loss. But Alabama is the best team in the nation right now, I, I think it's fair to say. And and they've also uh, been drawn into some controversy and some stuff that's gone on outside the, the basketball court that I think has helped them unite. And, you know, perfect time. March Madness, to get the, win the SEC tournament, win the NCAA tournament. They've got a mission, and they're united. So... That's part of it. I like the better team to win here and Alabama is certainly the better team over Texas A&M and the other one is the over 142 uh, UNLV at UNR or they like to call themselves Nevada now but Nevada is a really good team at home they're, and they're completely different from the road 14 to 0 at home 77 points uh, per game scored. They're going to get after it and UNLV is going to be motivated because they beat them earlier in the season at UNLV and They've gone over nineteen and nine uh, this season. UNLV—they're one of the better over teams in basketball. Sneaky good on the road too. Uh, Ten and three ATS on the road, so it's not a given. UNLV has kind of given up uh, two and five their last seven after a hot start. And Kevin Kruger deserves all kinds of credit for what he's done. Taking—I think they had eight new players from the transfer portal this year. They started out great, just faded out. It happens a lot with kids that you have a long time, but. These kids, uh, a, lot, a lot of them from power five schools, a little disappointed right now with the way it's ending. But Nevada will get them uh, sparked up and ready to run again. So this is going to be an over game, and we're going to go with Alabama taking the points. Whoa, Nelly, do I like that Alabama pick.
0: Hopefully yeah. some of you got that reference. Uh, gentlemen, I, I I, think that's all the damage we can do. I, I got to thank the four of you. You guys, I couldn't have found a better foursome to help me along to host the Saturday morning edition of The Early Edge. Uh, With that said, guys, thanks a lot. Let's bring up the recap screen so we can go over all your picks. We got Micah, Alabama, plus one and a half, and the UNLV, Nevada, over 142. Berg Syracuse, minus one, and Villanova, plus three. Prop stars, Giannis, over 11 and a half rebounds, and Donovan Mitchell, under nine and a half rebounds and assists. And then finally, Jamie. Dovin Mitchell over 25 and a half points. Brooke Lopez over 12 and a half points. Bradley Beal under 26 and a half points and rebounds. Well, there you have it. That's the Saturday edition. I'm filling in tomorrow. I'll be on the other side of it. I'll be giving out my own picks. I'll have a golf pick for you for sure. And I will certainly have an XFL pick for you because we got three Sunday XFL games. And I've been pretty hot in that department. So golf xfl you can expect that from me but we're gonna have a great show tomorrow morning with the entire regular crew listen it's been a nice run we had a nice show and there's only one thing left to do you've got your marching orders let's take all these tickets and go straight to the pay window for prop stars for jamie for bob for micah and of course for jake the snake this is the early edge and we'll see you soon